Well, hello. Hi there. Hello, friends. <laughs> and welcome back to this week's edition of Smooth Jazz with Two Guys. <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to start off kind of like Bob Ross there. Oh. We can paint we him a happy trees? tree. You're like a reverse Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Instead of having like the up top fluff, you got the down low fluff. Dude, we've been on here for four seconds and shots fired about the way I look. I know. You look awesome. Your beard is to be admired. Well, my wife wants me to cut it. Really? Not not all the way. She's like, it's getting a little long. I just don't know. I don't know how you decide. You, you have a lot more flexibility with your beard because it's about eight inches long. Yeah, I don't know how long. Uh, you know, I, 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 can, I can do. About once a year, I, I would get this mode of like, I'm going to cut it. Yeah, I don't tell anybody. I just cut it, and then I immediately regret it. Yeah, you I'm show like, up, and I don't even know who you are. No, that's the plan. I'm like a chameleon. Yeah, and I'm a spy. Mm. People know who I am. Yeah. Now, you over here making fun of the way I look. How dare you? Don't. You came. You came in today, <laughs> and I said that you look like Owen. <laughs> From Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. If you don't know the movie, it's a Thanksgiving movie. It's rated R because of one scene. I'm not saying go out and watch it, but I'm saying go out and watch it if you're an adult. It's only one scene with a lot of F-bombs. Like there you go. 18 in like a 30-second deal. Dropping bombs. Dropping lots of those bombs. But anyways, there's this guy named Owen who goes and picks him up in this truck. And you're wearing flannel and that tan jacket and your camo hat you're wearing right now and I was like that's what you look like so I had to take a picture of you and send it to the family and say I am working with Owen today <laughs> and you are the third person to comment on my appearance so far today uh how many my, people have you seen today my mom and dad went after me this morning I, I, they facetimed me because today is my daughter's yes. seventh birthday hey Lila happy birthday happy you birthday. don't listen to podcasts so no uh, but, uh, they FaceTimed me trying to FaceTime her. I'm at the office, but we chatted for a minute and they were like, are you going rabbit hunting? Like what? <laughs> well, you, you do have that rabbit hunting vibe, <laughs> which I will also say my family never went hunting yeah. like growing up, but my granddad used to go rabbit hunting and he looked exactly like I do right now. Grandpa George. Oh, 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 GG. Grandpa George, which I dig. Yeah. I like the grandpa George. Yeah, like, that's good. I, like. I'm not over here thinking about grandpa names. I have a four-year-old, so Grandpa I, wh- Justin. Yeah, Grandpa Peach. I don't know. I mean, this is way too early to think about grandpa names. Yeah, but way too early. Way too early. But I do like the grandpa. It was Grandpa George and Diane. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Now, she was my grandma through marriage. Yeah. But it was Grandpa George and Diane. Why yeah. didn't she have a cool grandma name? We should have called her Grandma Diane or something. Yeah. But poor Diane. That poor Diane just got Diane. I know several people that just first named their grandmothers. Really? Yeah. I, I we 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 went a different route. So I didn't I didn't know my dad's mom. Okay. Um, but I knew his dad, and he was Papa. It was pretty pretty yeah, standard yeah, for yeah, for absolutely. country grandpa. Papa. <laughs> Papa. Absolutely. Um, but my mom's parents had some unusual grandparent names. There was Ball Ball with bees. Ball Ball. Ball Ball. B-A-W? B-A-W, B-A-W. Okay. And apparently she was supposed to be Maw Maw. Ball Ball, Maw Maw. But uh, my sister came out strong with Ball Ball, so that's what we called her. Uh, her name was Imogene, which that's a pretty cool name. They don't, you Imogene. don't see many of those running around anymore. You don't anymore. see many of that. But Ball Ball, and then 
The other one's a classic. Daddy Bud. What now? Daddy Bud. Daddy Bud. Yeah. So his his name I was like Homer, it. but everybody called him Bud. That was just what everybody called him. Most people called him Uncle Bud, whether they were related to him or not. Yeah. Um, but we called him, I think it was supposed to be Daddy Bud, but, you know, a little Diddy. country kid, Daddy Bud. Daddy so Bud. that's really funny that you said Bud because that is what my dad called me and what I called my dad. Yeah. Bud. Bud. Hey, Bud. And so my friends would call when I was like little. Yeah. Um, you know, third grade, fourth grade, stuff like that. They would call my dad Bud. Bud. That's what we called him. Yeah. And so I'm trying to do that with my son. I call him Bud, try to get him to call me Bud. It doesn't really work out because I forget half the time too. <laughs> uh, uh, but trying to go out with, hey, Bud. I call all my kids Buddy, even the daughter. Say, hey, Buddy. I call mine Buddy Roo. Buddy Roo. Yeah. So when Jack was born, it was Buddy Roo. Mm. And then it's like we, a kangaroo, but a buddy. Absolutely. But we have twins. Then we have the twins, and it's like, hey, Buddy Roo's. <laughs> buddy Roo, uh, I, I like we just call them the boys. Boys. We call them boy boys. Boy boys. Yeah. And Jack would go, hey, boy boys. <laughs> which I think is awesome. The boys. The, the sons of thunder. Yes. The twins. They're moving. Moving very, and shaking. Very fast. And they're hilarious. They are super funny. If you look at Greer, Greer has a rat tail mullet. Love it. And yesterday, my wife put him in this Canadian tuxedo, all <laughs> denim onesie, and he had a, the the mullet rat tail coming out the back. And I was like, "We're in Alabama. Hey, he's fitting in. What are we gonna do? Yes, he's at he's at home right now. He's at home. Well, hey, episode." 17 here we are we hope that you guys um had a great thanksgiving and a great time uh i know that was probably two weeks ago <laughs> just <laughs> we want to continue to continue just hope that everything's that. been great <laughs> we are now in the christmas season yes um in our advent season we hit hope last week yes your uh, call and what was the other one? Oh, oh on oh, the spot i don't have it it was good though kava kava with a q kava with a q love it um and we're going to hit on peace a little bit today. But hey, you mentioned your daughter's birthday. Happy birthday to Lila, which I have a two part here. Okay. One, we actually did a pre show meeting mm. going over each other's Very notes. unusual. Very unusual. So this one is weird. It's because we know what each other's going <laughs> to say a little bit. Uh, but we, we're talking about the podcast. We are 17 episodes in. Mm hmm. Um, we don't have any more state stats. I'm not going to harp on that right now. We have 28 <laughs> states. We have six countries. I think that's great for 17 episodes. Absolutely. I would love to buy, I would love by January for us to have two more states. We to can hit do it. Just an easy 30. Mm. You can have that in there. That'd be great. But we talked about doing this, and um, you brought up something that I didn't think about mm. in our pre-production show notes pre-pro was you said man i really like doing this which i love doing this as well mm. there's some flexibility we can yeah. do it in my backyard we can do it on tuesdays and mondays earlys whenever fits for us we can do it as long as it's out before thursday morning right we can get it um and you said too you like it because you said one day not to get very sad <laughs> morbid about it, one day we're going to be gone yeah and you said that lala doesn't listen to podcasts you mm. said happy birthday to her but she doesn't listen but one day she might yeah and how cool is that, that our kids maybe one day will get to hear us two buffoons babbling over here yeah. about barbecue and Bible and 
whatnots and eggs. A lot of egg talk. A lot of egg chat. A lot of egg talk. Yeah, I was um, taking uh, taking Charlie to basketball practice last week, and it was on Thursday. So typically, I'll listen through our stuff. You know, I like to hear mm-hmm. how, how it ages. <laughs> yeah. You know, see if I made any sense or how how it went. And so we were in the car, and it was on. He was like, "This is this is you and Mr. Justin." I was like, "Yeah, buddy." And he was super quiet and like listened and everything. And uh, on the way back home, it was over, and he was like, "I really liked that." I was like, <laughs> "Good, buddy. Hey, I'm glad you liked yeah. it." <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, so it's cool to kind of leave something behind. We assume iTunes and Spotify will be around for a while. Well, we've got the files, and if way. not, I have the files, <laughs> yeah. and we've got to make sure. A note: We need to buy an external hard drive <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to we, save we, this stuff, so it's not just sitting on my computer. Staff um, meeting. Staff meeting. Uh, but your daughter's birthday. Yes. So it's morning at breakfast. We're sitting here talking, and I was like, "Hey, it's Lila's birthday," and Jack immediately perked up and said, "I want to write her a card." Oh yeah. So he spent all morning. He drew flowers. Oh my goodness. He drew. So Mary Beth wrote. Happy birthday, Lila, on a piece of paper. And Jack tried to, all the letters are there, yeah. but it is like a deciphering code. You got to figure <laughs> out which order they go in. But he wrote it. And then I think Jude's name's on there somewhere too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. Because we said, you need to write Love Jack. And yeah. I think he wrote Love Jude uh, <laughs> on there as well. And then he was like, I want to get her something. And we're like, okay, it's a birthday. She loves Play-Doh. She does. And I was like, I would assume. I didn't know that. So we tried to find some Play-Doh in the house to give her. Nice. Then he was like, she loves pink. So he found a pink paper. Didn't put anything on it. <laughs> Just as for her. Has a pink paper. And then he got every stuffed animal. And I was like, I want to give this to her. <laughs> and he has one that my grandma, Meemaw, gave him. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Valentine's Day bear with a yeah. heart. He's like, I want to give this to Lila. And we're like, your grandmother gave you that. Let's find something else. And he's like, but. But she loves this. I'm like, she's never seen that. <laughs> but it has a heart on it. And he wanted to draw a heart on the card. So I, it's I have, all coming together. I have seen the first few drafts of the card and it looks good. <laughs> so later on today, on our walk, we're gonna walk to your house and give Lila apparently every every stuffed animal we have and okay. maybe some play doh. Mary Beth's like, Yeah, let's get rid of these stuffed animals. <laughs> we, have, we have a ton. <laughs> we have a ton of stuffed animals. So um Happy birthday, Lila. Oh. Uh, that's fun. She came to our house the other day. Yes. Just to give us a football. Yes. She My did. kids are loving the small taste of freedom that they have walking by themselves yeah. from our house to your house. Well, it's like they have been given a car or something. They, so they, yeah. So she came down. Yeah. It's just yours. I'm like, probably. We have a few of those. <laughs> That you ran back. And then yesterday, day before, yeah. one of the days, whenever Jude came to go play, your two oldest brought Jude over. Yes. And we text, or I was texting Katie and said, we're in the backyard. So I could see them running. <laughs> and I saw them come to the house. And then I saw all three of them leave. <laughs> and I'm like, hey. I think they went to the front door and knocked. And no one was there. Yeah. And I was like, backyard. And they all got to run down. So it was. They are living a, it up. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. A little taste of like our childhood, being able to walk around the neighborhood a little bit. Yeah, friends, four or five houses yeah. down. It was a big deal to be like, you're going on an adventure. Yeah. Like to go a little bit of freedom, there. just a little taste. Just a little bit. Um, hey, I do want to give a shout out though to my buddy, Trevor. Trevor Harrell um, called me the other day. He is a friend from back home, but we 
grew up in the same town, but didn't know each other, went to different schools. But yeah. we went to college together, fraternity brothers, really good friend of mine. And he just called me out of the blue and he does it around then. He's the only person that Snapchats me. Oh. I have Snapchat. I literally never use it. And when he Snapchats me, then I text him. Yeah. I don't go back <laughs> on Snapchat, but he always does that. But he was like, man, I love the podcast. Which I didn't know Trevor listened. There you go. Um, and then he had a production question. Oh. He said, hey, I have a question. He goes, how do you guys put those out? Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, we do this. And then we use this company called Captivate. Shout out Captivate. Hey, Captivate. Um, we sent it to them which we'll do it here in about an hour yeah. and we'll publish it and we'll schedule it for tomorrow morning at three, four, five o'clock, whatever time we do it. Yeah. He goes, okay, good. He goes, well, when I first started listening to it, he listened to it, I think on Google podcast, ah. he's like, I get notifications when it comes out. And at 4 a.m., I would get a notification. <laughs> they thought we were up. He was <laughs> like, who is up at 4 a.m. being like post now? I was like, no, 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 no. Scheduling. And if you listened last week, it got a little messed up. Yeah. So it didn't happen at 6 a.m. happened more I'm like, sure it is my fault. It happened, it's happened twice. It happened more like 9.30. We yeah. kind of finally got it out. So some, some ske scheduling error. Apologies, scheduling friends. Scheduling error with it. Um, but no state stats, no country, ticker stats. You know what? You know who can help with the state stats? You people out there listening. Oh, yeah, because we can do it. Share it. I mean, we can. We have a very limited <laughs> platform. Uh, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Um, tell but me, tell me, mom, people, listen to the podcast. Listen to podcast. Um, hey, so last week we talked about hope, and we kind of gave a little homework assignment to slow down. Did you do it? Did you guys do this? Now, not to put you guys on notice or on blast, but no one reached out to us and said that you slowed down. But that's okay. We have still not received a email ever. <laughs> the only emails that I get, and I check it a few times a week, is all spam. Yeah. Like, Twitter changed. YouTube changed. <laughs> here's new things. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. Um, but hopefully you guys took some time to slow down. Mm. Do you have a moment where you slowed down this past week and did something a little bit slower? Um, I, well, we did it one together. Yeah. We walked to, we live in like yeah. this. That was definitely an example of that. We live in like, we live in Hoover, Alabama, suburb of Birmingham. And then we also live in a little community inside of Hoover called Bluff Park. Yeah. And it is like a Hallmark movie. It's cool, man. Like we literally walked to a holiday market at the local farm. <laughs> they don't farm anything right now, but yeah. they have they like farm a, good times. They farm good times, good music. Yeah. We like knew the people playing yeah. music. Just chatting with and, them. And there was kids that were selling art awesome. and selling baked goods and adults were doing the same thing as well, but very much like a Hallmark movie. But instead of driving our families and then the Fawcett family, we all met at your house mm. and we walked to the fair, to the market it was awesome. and walked back where we easily could have drove and yeah. it would have taken a quarter of the time, but yeah. we took time to walk. Yeah. And so slowing down a little bit there, is there anything yep. that you outside of that did? So, you know, it's a tough time of year for me. Uh, uh, I uh, have a little small business. January, one of our first ones, a production note, <laughs> We're going to talk about your side business. We are. Okay. Cuz I want to hear about your story and that and sure. all the stuff, but yeah, got a, got a got a small business that I run side hustle basically by myself, which is yeah. you know, a lot of small businesses are like that, but 
like a lot of small businesses, I got to make as much money as possible between October and December uh, for Christmas gifts primarily. Uh, so I'm very busy right now. Um, but even still, I tried to recommit myself to something that is very important to me. Uh, and that's taken two times a day to stop whatever it is I'm doing at 10 a.m. Okay. And 2 p.m. Okay. And just take a breath. Uh, you know, Go I, to the bathroom. I, well, that's <laughs> unrelated. Uh, I, I've got a little program I use called the One Minute Pause. Yeah. Uh, you know, and basically. It's an app. It's an it's app. It's an app. Right? app. Yep. You know, definitely recommend it. Or a program, as you call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, but, you know, you can literally do it for a minute. They've got a one minute, a three minute, a five minute, and a 10 minute. And I'm like, I, I should never be so busy that I can't take 60 seconds. Oh, absolutely. At least 60 seconds to stop, give God my attention, and take a breath. And so I, I what I did last week was try to recomp because even even that, even the one minute it's hard. is so easy to forget about, say, no, I can't stop right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was good. Definitely yeah. something that's important for me and uh, super beneficial. I have tried to, um, <clears throat> not as structured as that, but our our kids go to school here, day school here at our church. Yeah. So I'm the one that typically will bring them Sunday or Sunday <laughs> morning, bring them every morning here, and then we'll drop them off, and then you go and, and then I drive right down the parking lot, and right. I park in my spot, and I come into work, and I've now tried to spend some time of like, let me just sit in the parking lot for a yeah. little bit. Let me just sit. And so the other day, be totally honest. I was like, I'm hungry. <laughs> I want a breakfast sandwich. There you go. I want a biscuit. And driving up here to Lakeshore, there's a bunch of places to get some food. Yeah. There's actually not. If you think about it, there's only like, there's for, two. Yeah. There's a lot of places to eat, but for breakfast, there's only two. It's pretty limited. Or IHOP if you want to get out of your car. But I went to McDonald's mm -hmm. and I was so frustrated because I was like, there's 97 cars in line to get. <laughs> and I was so mad. And then I thought, here's my time. I said, I'm going to sit in this line. Nice. And I was like, I can sit in this line. I could turn some stuff off, have, have me some quiet time. You know, I'm in the car, but it's yeah. like, I got five or so minutes I can sit here and kind of chill. Perfect. Um, or I try to do that in the parking lot before I come into office. Yeah. Like, let me just sit in the car. Just take a moment. Just take a moment. Take so a moment. hopefully you guys found some time to slow down and chill out. Yeah. Um, and continue that, because especially this time of year. It yeah, is, don't make that a one-week deal. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, we are already like family kind of – I got text this morning about – have we took off time and scheduled for next summer vacation? Oh, wow. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> like, and like, hey, what are we doing for Christmas? Who's meeting this? And I'm like, guys, 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 let's chill out. And so even this morning getting bombarded with these text messages being like, hey, let's just kind of chill out a little bit. Let's yeah. take some time because it's easy to go fast. Yeah. It is easy to keep thinking about mm. that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys will do that and continue to do that as well. Well, as we jump into week two of our Advent study, hope was our first one. Mm. If you didn't hear that, go back to last week's. Um, we do a little history of Advent and, yeah. um, and just kind of just tie this in. Um, and the second week, what we said is peace. Mm. Um, and what I love is that these two, which all of 
you know, the Advent themes build on one another. Yeah. So they don't, they don't really stand alone. They build on one another. I read some cool stuff about, I don't know if your family does. We have the candles. Ah. I don't think that we have lit the candles, yeah. but we have them sitting on our table every morning, every go. night when we eat at our table where we eat at. Is that each, each like candle is still lit. And it's this idea of that they, they continue to build on one another to make this bigger light and to make yeah. this more complete. That's good. Um, and so as we build on peace, we're building on the idea of hope mm. as well. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of stuff that you can go to and talk about peace. Lots and lots of scriptures oh, yeah. that deal with peace. So this is nothing new. Yeah. Um, this isn't something that we deal with right now. Mm. Um, but we could take it a few different ways, but I wanted to start with, and just kind of frame our time beginning with the story of Mary and Joseph. Um, a little road trip. A little road trip. A little donkey road trip. A little, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> and so Mary and Joseph, if you know the story, she is pregnant with the Messiah. Mm. She, she knows she is. She has this. And... Um, she's nine months pregnant and then Caesar Augustus says, we need a census. Yeah. You need to go back to your hometown. Mm. So they have to travel to Bethlehem. Mm. The two of them, they don't live in Bethlehem. They don't live there. It's about a 90 mile journey. Now for us, hour and a half. Yeah. Hey, we get in a car. It's an hour and a half journey. We'll be there by lunch. It's no problem. Uh, it took them probably about nine days. So yeah. You're doing about 10 miles a day, yeah. riding on a donkey. That's she was. He Very was not. pregnant. I don't know if you could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have never been pregnant. Yeah, me either. Don't plan on it. Yeah, hopefully not. I don't plan on it. Um, but my wife has twice. Yes. And nine months for me to tell her, we got to take a 90-mile trip. She'd be like, mm, you're out of your mind. I'm not doing this. Now, granted, my wife is awesome. Yeah. I call her superwoman all the time. Before Jack was born, literally the week that Jack was born, she mowed our grass. <laughs> I was super mad when I got home. Yeah. Uh, she also didn't realize that our lawnmower was self-propelled. She was like, you do this every week. It's so hard. I'm like, That's, it, 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 it kind of does, does it itself. <laughs> you just walk behind it. And she was like, I didn't know it did that. So she's over here. Pushing a self-propelled. Pushing it, which is, which is hard. It's not yeah. made to do that. Yeah. So she does that. Uh, we get up that more. That was Thursday. On Saturday, we get up and we do a 5K that we had here at church. I remember that. And then after that, we went and played disc golf, or I did. She brought the dogs. We went to a park and played disc golf and walked around. And... So she basically did a 5K that morning, a 5K on Friday. She mowed the grass all Thursday. So she may have walked almost <laughs> yeah. 90 miles in that time frame. But that had to have been mm. rough on Mary. Oh, yeah. Even sitting on a donkey. You're like, oh, she's sitting on a donkey. That ain't no fun. That ain't comfortable. Uh -uh. Every up and down and, oh, that would have been miserable. Yeah. And they had to go through some tough terrain. Mm. They were by themselves. This wasn't a caravan of like 100 people like, let's go. This was the two of them. Yeah. Walking and going, traveling. There's wilderness and there's animals and there's robbers and yeah. there's pirates. 
Yeah, well, we'll just go. call them pirates. Yeah, sure. Uh, that, that marauders. Yeah, that <laughs> could have attacked, and yeah. they didn't have. A, you had to take all the food you had mm. with you. Yeah. For this nine-mile journey, um, and then they finally get to Bethlehem, mm. and you guys know the story. There's no room. Yeah, lots of people end. are coming into town for the census. So a lot of people are coming into town for the census, and there's no room yeah. for them. And so they get to be um, kind of in a stable manger area, have the baby. Now, I don't know what y'all's situation was like the week of your children being mm. born. Yeah. But ours was a little chaotic. Yeah. Just like everyone else, like, are the bags packed? Yeah. And when our first kid, Jack, was born, I... I was like, do I know where to drive? <laughs> do I do I know where to go? Where to park? And we go to the hospital yeah. and we take this class and they're like, you park in these spots and do this. And I immediately forgot all of it. I'm driving going like, do we go to the ER? And they're like, don't go to the ER. <laughs> Travel up here, park yeah. in these spots. And like, I left the car door open yeah. for hours. <laughs> Somebody closed it. Downtown Birmingham. Uh, our like, family said, uh, we closed your door for you. It was open. I was like, yeah, I just... Sorry. I'm rushing. Had a lot in. on my mind. Had a lot on my mind. Closing doors is not on the top of my deal. It's just really just really chaotic. We have everything set, everything ready. Yeah. And then just the whole uneasiness is we hope everything's gonna go well. Yeah. We yeah, hope yeah. that the pregnancy goes well. That's a whole crazy process. Yeah. And then with twins, it was even more so of what we're we gonna do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of variables. Yeah. But imagine it for them. Oh, man. We have the state-of-the-art technology yeah. in our <laughs> hospitals. They did not. We were basically put up in the suite mm -hmm. to have a child. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome for me. I didn't have the baby. Um, <laughs> I got to just have the fruits of it and go, yeah. look, I got to hold a baby boy all night. Um, but can you imagine the sense of uneasiness? And do you think that they had peace in this moment? Yeah. Hmm. I... I tend to think not. Yeah. They might in the back of their mind knew it was going to happen, but traveling in general. Yeah. I don't know if you have any stories, mm. but even just going on road trips in general, even with cars and SUVs and vans with DVD players that <laughs> we have, traveling is not peaceful for mm, me. No. Car full of kids car full of kids somebody's always got to go to the bathroom my kids also have the fun layer of they get car sick Ooh. about half the time we go on long trips so i keep dramming me <laughs> and i'll just it's but, gummies guys just but, eat it uh yeah more than more than once we've had to pull over on the side of the road so a kid could puke but uh what happened more often is they'll just throw up in the car <laughs> You need like a bark bags. I'm telling you, like a plane, like yeah. a plane. That'd be great. Right in the console, right or right in the little a pouch ahead of you yep. is a bark bag. Grab it, guys. If you're feeling a little queasy, please don't puke all over my truck. Oh. Yeah. So we when we went to the beach, this was when Jack was younger, learning how to potty train. Now I will tell you, it's easier with boys. Yes. Bathroom time on road trips are just especially. Going down to Florida on once you get off the three thirty one two thirty one, you're like guys, we got probably forty five minutes till we see anything. Just pulling over on the side of the road. We had this potty training potty. It looks like a potty. Yeah, it's plastic. Yeah, we brought it with us. I have nice. a picture somewhere of us on the side of the road of Jack <laughs> going number two on this little potty on this little <laughs> dirt road somewhere in South Alabama, Florida. Yeah, uh, going to the bathroom. I uh, 
it's a little shame to admit this, but Jude has pooped on the side of yeah. Interstate 65. No little plastic potty. Uh, my truck no. has side rails. <laughs> it was a dire situation, obviously, but he just put his feet on the side rails and he squatted and I held him and he just let it go. They still like to talk about that. That's one of their favorite stories. That happened to Jack at the Naval Base in Pensacola. <laughs> we went there. It was during a quarantine. Yeah. There's the museum, the air museum there. Well, it's all closed. But there's a cool area out there with picnic tables, and we can play and stuff. And yeah. um, so we were out there, and Jack's like, I got to go. We're like, all right, we'll just go on a tree. He's like, no, I got to go. <laughs> and we're like, go behind. So I'm over here behind a tree, the same thing holding the sun yeah. <laughs> while he goes and he thinks, but he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. He's like, this is, this is it. You're living, living in the wild. I'm living free in the wild. Um, but most travel experiences, especially on long trips, mm. rain or snow or flat tire, or you're late or traffic, or you forgot something or yeah. whatever it is, is hectic. I'm sure with them and their travels, it was pretty hectic. Yeah. And, and, absence of peace but i think that through all of that nine day journey i've never had to travel nine days before thankfully thankfully yeah that we have to travel nine days that um that they did have a sense of peace they knew their mission Hmm. They knew that it was going to be successful, even though the journey was bad. The manger wasn't what they wanted. All these things weren't what they expected to be, but they had this internal peace. And so what we're going to talk about a little bit, just to jump ahead, is having peace in your heart and soul or having circumstantial things around you peace. Right. Because I think that's how we kind of categorize. You got it. That's Nailed it. Yes. I did not nail it, <laughs> but stuck the landing, but I got it, um, of having peace and, right. and just a quick definition of peace, uh, is what most people would describe as peace is an absence of stress or conflict. Or when I, I think about traveling an unwanted noise, <laughs> um, which Wilson cried all now I have a seven minute drive from home to here. He cried the entire way. I'm just finding things to throw at him. Like maybe this will make him stop Um, or dangers or uncertainties. So that's what a lot of people have this absence of peace is because they have this sense of uncertainty of what's going to happen around us. Right. Um, But I think that Mary and Joseph knowing what was going on within them, or around them knew what God was doing to them and with them and what their purpose was. Mm. And that gave them a sense of peace. Right. Yeah. So peace is a very common word, you know, just in life and society in the world. And it's, it's typically associated with what you're talking about. It's like either the absence of conflict or, you know, really even more traditionally, like the absence of war. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Peace treaty, you know, Uh nations are uh at peace. Very infrequent in human history. There's very few times of actual uh, peace. Um, But this biblical concept of peace, you know, in the Old Testament, it's this word shalom. Yeah. And it does mean the absence of conflict, you know, uh, 
but there's sort of this other side of it and it's it's sort of replacing conflict with something else and uh with good things you yeah. know with harmony and and uh love um but this idea of shalom is really about completeness or wholeness you know so and like there there's a couple different ways that it's used uh in scripture it can mean a stone that is perfect it doesn't have any cracks in it. Okay. It's a nicely shaped stone. It was given instructions for making altars, uh, building the temple. You know, you want a shalom stone. It means it's whole. A cornerstone. Like, like a good free, stone, yeah. free of cracks, free of yeah. defects. Um, but it can also, it's, it, it's a related idea, but it's a little bit different. Uh, it can mean a completed stone wall. So like... But, but what the idea is getting at here, it's, it's complex. It's, it's made up of these many different parts, and it's when all those parts come together and work together to make this whole thing. That's shalom. And when you pull that into a life, it's your life is complex yeah. and has all these different parts. It has relationships. It's got work. It's got uh fun and hardship and all these different things make up your life. And when those things are in alignment, you have shalom. And when any one of those things comes out of whack, uh -huh. you know, if you've got a relationship in your life that isn't what it should be, or you're experiencing tension or conflict, your whole shalom is messed up. Like it doesn't just affect this one little area of your life. It, it messes up your whole shalom. I think so. about like a spark plug. Yeah. Your car, if one is wrong. Yeah. Your car is your this whole, whole thing. Your whole car knows yeah. it. And yeah. you're like, S something is off. Yeah. Something is not working right. It's not working in order that it should be. And yeah. So th it's that's important. Kind of it's important to understand this broader view of peace as the Bible looks at it. Because if you look around the world, there's very little peace. It's what you're talking about. Like if we're, if we're judging how much peace we have based on our external circumstances you're going to be like uh i don't know what peace jesus was talking about bringing <laughs> but i'm not seeing it i'm not seeing it play out in life but it's important to see that's not what he's talking about no 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 so we can jump ahead to john 14 um john 14 here has jesus speaking and again i love john john 14 it comes right which john 15 we mm -hmm. have talked on here on the vine right stay connected in this idea, but it's towards the end of Jesus's life, right? Being with his disciples. It's all these like profound goodbye speeches, Yes, which it's like, man, so there's so much there and it's so precious to us to know, like Jesus knew oh, well, more than any of us ever know absolutely. that he was about to be gone. And, and that's the most important thing. And he knew what the disciples yeah. were about to go through. Right. So just like you said in 15, like stay in me, stay in me. Right. Here in 14, it kind of says the same thing. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Mm -hmm. And so usually when we have chaos in our life, we have no peace, our, our hearts will be troubled. Yeah. We'll be afraid. Yeah. We're kind of questioning things, what's going on. I, I thought my life was going to look like this mm. and now it doesn't and yeah. I don't have peace. And in this, he says, peace, I live with you. So you can use that shalom yeah. 
there. Um, it's the same idea. Yeah. You know, in the actual text, it's a Greek word. Uh-huh. I'm going to say it one time there with a little bit of an accent, and then I'm not going to say it Nail like it. that ever again. Arene. Oh. But I don't want to be pretentious, so I'm just going to say Irene. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same idea. Yeah. Of this internal peace. Right. And it is Jesus saying, peace I leave with you. My mm. peace I give to you. That he gives us this peace. Right. He gives us this opportunity of like, okay, I got it. Yeah. In the middle of this craziness, what do I do with this? Right. How do I live with this? How do I uh, um, conquer what is going on? And I think that's really good to build on the idea of hope. Sure. We have this peace. Yes. Because we have this hope. We right. have this hope in Christ. We have this longing, eternal hope. But we also have day-to-day hope that mm. he is with me. And we read again multiple times in Scripture, um, in Deuteronomy and Isaiah and Jeremiah, there's a lot of these verses of um, uh, um, do not be afraid. Mm. I will never leave you. Yeah. I will never forsake you. I will always be there with you. And in the middle of the storm, knowing that he is never going to leave me yeah that i can have peace and that is again not outside world right which he says uh not as the world gives right do i give to you hmm. and the world may give you peace and sure. god may give you peace on the outside and you may have days and weeks and months of like man things are going pretty good right now like right. there's no trouble in the home or my kids or my work or my life or whatever it may be yeah um, but when you think about 2020, as we're <laughs> wrapping up 2020, there hasn't been a lot of peace. Are my kids going to school? Yes, they are. No, they're not. School's canceled. We got to back up. People at church, we've had here of there's cases of COVID, yeah. and you know, who, you know, who are they around? Were you around them? Then I mean, there's been and, twice and, now where I had to be quarantined. I haven't had it, but I was around somebody. I've had to get tested, yep. and it's like. Well, do I go to work? Can I not? Yeah. And well, that you're you're getting at the heart of it here. It's like if our peace is um, something that is given to us externally by our circumstances, uh-huh. a phone call can a text can, a text can take it away in an instant or a tweet. You can read something, yeah. and so it, that and it may not even be directly yeah. impacted you. So that can't be what Jesus is talking about, <laughs> no, right? No, and, and, you know, I think, I think what we, a part of what we, we see in this John passage is uh, Jesus once again trying to explain who he really is mm-hmm. and what he's really doing. Because if you, if you know this story, um, the people thought the Messiah was going to be a political figure. A, a king, a, a real king, on a the leader throne. who was going to restore an earthly shalom to the kingdom and the people of Israel. Absolutely. Jesus. Shocker. Is, <laughs> well, Spoiler alert. And what Jesus is saying, I am coming. I am bringing a new kingdom, but it's not exactly what you think it is. Well, well and then as we start thinking about... We're, we're talking about Advent, this deal of waiting, mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. of we know that he's going to come again. Mm-hmm. And so 
one, we have this peace for longing, I think, in our souls of this perfect union and relationship with our outside world and him and things at some point will be perfect. Right. We'll have true peace, not just in our hearts, but circum everything is going to be peace. Right. Uh, but he knows that that's not the case now. So as, as we hope and as we wait yeah. and as we know that that peace is coming in yeah. that advent, he's coming back. He doesn't say, just wait for that. Yeah. He says, I will give this to you now. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of open your eyes and open your, your heart and your soul to find the peace that I'm giving you right now. Yeah. And what is that peace built on? Yeah. So I'm going to jump way, way back and then I'm going to jump way, way forward and then I'm going to land in the middle. So Genesis and, and uh, a revelation. There you go. Uh, <laughs> true peace was only experienced on this planet in the beginning of all things. When God, Oh, you were going all, all the way back. When, <laughs> when God communed with man and there was no conflict in the relationship before because the fall, there was no sin before Genesis three, there was an intimate, open, beautiful, wonderful relationship. And that's the only time On this that, earth. that we experienced the kind of peace that will ultimately be returned when God, when the new heavens mm -hmm. and the new earth will be joined together and God's dwelling place will be among his people. That's our ultimate peace. And what Jesus is saying here is I'm coming to make the first step in that direction. And what did he do? He reconciled man back to God through his sacrifice. That's the first step towards that peace. And, 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 and that peace we get to experience both now and in the future because mm -hmm. of what Jesus did. And, and I've got my, got my Romans verse. Always, and this is, this is actually from the same passage we talked about last week. This is Romans 5, starting in the very first verse. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have what? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we've gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know, and this is what we read last week, we know that our suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Jesus, this peace that he's talking about, my peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you, is this reconciling the relationship between God and man, which is the first step towards our ultimate peace in the new creation. Awesome. Yeah, it, and I love how that builds on that hope as right. well. We talked about of that. But um, it's not just, uh, well, it's going to be awesome when we get to experience that. So we have that peace that Jesus uh, created for us in reconciling us to God, but we also have the Holy Spirit which invites us into this new way of living, which allows us to both have peace and share peace. Give peace, yeah. And become people of peace. Ooh, people of peace. Ooh. I like that. There you go. And anytime that I preach, and I know you do the same thing when you preach or when we teach, um, and even when we do this, like, 
it is good to mentally know this mm. and to go to scripture yeah. and go, we got John and we got Isaiah and we yeah. got Romans and we got these verses that and, and, and Philippians that just having this, but how do we put that to everyday life? Yeah. And what I love about that is that we are called to be people of peace. Right. And you know, those people, mm-hmm. um, that, that doesn't mean that they, Sometimes when I think about it, just off the top of my head of like, sometimes I think of someone that has peace is maybe a coward that just mm. says yes to everything yeah. and doesn't stand up and just, okay, okay, I, I don't want to be confrontational. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm starting to get big on like the Enneagram. <laughs> I'm not big on it yet. Maybe yeah. we'll do that in 2021. Maybe we'll do some stuff on the Enneagram 2021. Um, but I think nines are like this. Okay. That they, and the only reason I know this is because that's what my mother-in-law is. Oh. And and we talk about it all the time because, <laughs> uh, because my wife's family is big into this and like, yeah. Oh, well that's such a seven thing. That's such a, yeah. nine. Oh yeah. Well, they're one. You can tell. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah. just, it's just Same. numbers. But nines are kind of like that where they just want everyone to be happy and they'll just kind of, I will do whatever. And yeah. yes, there's a part of that, but having true peace is, I think very, it takes a strong willed person. Mm-hmm. It's not someone who is a coward or, or to someone who uh, is, is weak to say, you do whatever you want because I right. have peace. It's an active step in how am I bringing peace to my home, to mm. the situation, to my right. work, to whatever setting you find yourself in. Yeah. Um, and again, it's kind of like a muscle. Mm. You have to work it and exercise yeah. it and go. And it takes wisdom to know. When to... Yeah say things or don't or step in or don't step in and, and, yeah. and the right words to say, or there's no words to say yeah. and, and to bring peace into a situation. Well, yeah, it, it goes back to right where we started this conversation. Peace is not just the absence of conflict. Sometimes you have to go through conflict to bring peace in a spirit filled uh, field. Hello. Spirit filled way. <laughs> in a spirit <laughs> Filled, well, love centered. It fits with what you're wearing. You talk <laughs> Stop like that. it. Way to achieve shalom, to yeah. achieve peace. And I'm a people pleaser. I'm pretty non confrontational. Uh, so that's that's something that I have to pray through and uh, seek like guidance and wisdom on to know when. Okay, I know the right thing to do here. How can I? How can I? how can I resolve this conflict in a way that honors God, but also, you know, pushes forward the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's, con- and, that's conflict. And there might be conflict in that There's time, conflict, but, but that, is the end goal peace, right? Ultimate peace. Yes. True peace, yes. heart peace, soul peace. Um, in this, mm-hmm. um, when I think about this, the first thing that kind of popped up, whenever I hear peace, I think about Philippians four. Um, and we can l- stop here, land a plane here. We can do what we want with this. But Philippians four, it says, "Rejoice in the Lord always." This is four four through seven. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Say it again. Rejoice. <laughs> Let your gentleness be evident to all. Mm. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, again, I, 
I think about this through the lens of Mary mm. and Joseph going through this right. of like, don't be anxious, whatever thing. And, and then in every situation with prayer, can you imagine the mm. prayers that were said? Yeah. That nine day, yeah. 90 mile journey of God, this is what you want. Yeah. We're going to do it. We yeah. need you. Like going through that. Um, and with petition and Thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Mm. And there's times in our life where we have chaos, mm. when we have struggles. Um, I mean, and you can just put the 2020 bubble in this and yeah. just say 2020 when it fits right into this perfect and going, mm. I need peace that transcends all understanding. Mm. And the Holy Spirit and Jesus transcend all understanding. Yeah. And, and, and you get that peace to guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Right. He is the one right. that will give you this peace. Um, I love this verse about uh, six years ago. It was six years ago, November or November 19th. So a few weeks ago, um, my dad passed away hmm. and it was unexpected. Um, maybe we'll get to all the details in another time. Uh, wasn't a great deal. He committed suicide. Hmm. Um, I was there. I found him or maybe we'll get into it right now. <laughs> Instead of doing that later. Um, he had cancer. Wasn't a, a great time uh, for me. And in the middle of that, some, some time shortly after that happened, I ran across these verses. Yeah. I'm just kind of searching for what do I need? And that phrase of the peace that for the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. Yeah. Sometimes our pea brains cannot understand. Yeah. And we think that there is no way that in what you are going through, like a death of a father or whatever job loss or death of a child or COVID, you guys fill in the blank whatever goes through, you're like, how in the world mm. do I have peace in these moments and these times Yeah, and praying that it's not due to your outward circumstances, right? That it is due to the power of the Holy spirit and God to say, let me give you peace. Yeah. And praying that bold prayer and, you know, just praying that Philippians and looking over the Romans and looking over the John and looking through Isaiah and looking through all these, you know, verses of, of I will give you the peace yeah. Um, and leaning on that and yeah. more than leaning on it, jumping into it like a ball pit saying, <laughs> yeah. this is just what I need. Yeah. Um, I don't know where to get peace from mm. or I don't know how to produce peace by myself, right. but I know where to get it from. Yeah. And that's through him Yeah, and just relying on him. And, and, and again, that doesn't mean life's going to be easy and that everything yeah. goes away but it may be like taking this backpack of weight off. Yeah. Be like, okay, in the middle of the storm, I have peace. Yeah. Um, I think a little bit talking about travels and this just popped into my head. Uh, uh, I, I hate driving when it's raining mm. and you guys have driven the interstate and it is like buckets and you're like my windshield wipers. Gully washer. Even. What? Gully washer. <laughs> Gully washer. My, Toad strangler. My like windshield wipers can't even keep up. They're on like, we need another, we need faster. 
And you know when you drive and you go under an overpass? And you get that moment. You get that glimpse moment where it's... And we just stay there. And we stay there. And, and there's times where it's snow or yeah. rain. And that's when I can like let loose of the steering wheel or not let loose. I can let my grip <laughs> off a little bit because yeah. I'm white knuckling it and my shoulders are tense. And for a moment of there, I can be like, oh, okay, mm. I got it. Yeah. I think about that when I read this verse of like, whatever you're going through, you can have those moments of peace Yeah. of, okay, he is with me. Mm. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Do not be afraid. Yeah. Um, and that because of the hope. Yeah. I can have this peace. Right. Yeah. And it's, and I appreciate you sharing that. I don't think we, we expected all that today. Yeah. Um, but we're, it's not a superpower, um, you no. know, and we're going to experience hard stuff in this life, sometimes terrible stuff yeah. in this life. Um, but what we get to choose is what we're going to rest on. Uh, you can't control your immediate reaction to things. And grief, man, grief is such a real part of life. And I think you can have real grief and peace at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, but we can choose peace over fear. We can choose peace over worry and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and we can choose uh, peace and joy and love over hate and anger. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. And it's a choice that we get to make and we get to make it because of the peace that Jesus has given us. And I think that verse four should come after verse seven again. It should be repeated. You should read verse four again where it says, yeah. rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Right. This is a reminder of, I am so thankful that God can give me the peace. Yeah. Do I see it? Yeah. Do I choose that peace or do I choose hatred or sadness or chaos or whatever it may be going on? Um, we have the gift of peace yes to be a people of peace and again that is a great way as we talk about love and joy which we're going to talk about here the next few weeks of this that is a way to share god with other people right is to be people a person of peace where people can see that in you and you mm -hmm. can say i only have this because of him this yeah. isn't you know this isn't me this is only through him right because of the spirit i am able to have this um yeah, and I think it's big. I think it's big. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed our buffoonery and our babbling. Peace chat. Uh, about this at our pause of peace uh, for your day. Uh, we hope that you guys have a great week. Mm. Um, again, spend time in uh, slowing down. Yeah recognizing peace yeah. when things get chaotic and crazy, even in the little bitty ways. Mm. Okay. Where can I find peace in this yeah. and go to him for that. So uh, I think that'll be great again on Apple. Give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. We'll, we will read your review online. Commitment. If you review it, we will review your um, review online 
uh, give you a little shout out if you like it. We always enjoy getting texts from people saying, hey, I listen. And again, I didn't know my buddy Trevor listened, but I talked to him last week and he's like, hey, man, listen to podcasts. Like, cool. Thanks, Trevor. Um, thanks, Trevor. Um, also worked with me at Cracker Barrel. Oh, boy. I don't know. He doesn't anymore, but he used to. Um, you always talk about Romans. I always talk about Cracker Barrel. It's at some point <laughs> in the podcast of that. Well, we love you guys. Share it. We need two more states. We hope we can get there by the end of the year. It'll be good. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Take care. See ya. Bye.